And good evening. Just like I promised y'all before, welcome to DC Sports Rundown, presented by the Sideline Junkies. And always a big thank you to Anchor FM. Without them, this podcast would not be possible. Um, our favorite host with the most, and have us. They have us available on all the major streaming platforms. So um, that's cool. So with me, I got. The big guy, KG, I have myself, BJ, and we got a lot to talk about tonight. Our main topic of the show, of course, um, if you're local in the area, Dwayne Haskins from the Washington football team getting benched, and not only getting benched, getting demoted to third-string quarterback. So next week versus the Rams, Kyle Allen will start Alex Smith. The 11 train will be his backup. So, I don't know any other person that has been scheming and ready to talk about this more than the big guy, KG. So, we'll fire into this. We'll talk about um, the ramifications of this, what it means for maybe Dwayne's career, his future here in Washington. And, I mean, I really I can't say anything else to bring KG in. I'm going to let KG come in. We'll take a small break, and then we'll um, go back and forth with some points that um, a lot of a lot of good points that different people are bringing up about Dwayne. A lot of things I've talked to about KG, about Dwayne Haskins. So without further ado, the main man, the man behind the scenes that keeps this show running at full capacity, the big guy KG. KG, what's up, baby? What's going on, brother? Ain't nothing, man. You know, um, I know me and you've been talking about this every week. We've been talking about, um, you know, Dwayne and him not even having a full season under his belt and the scrutiny he was getting from uh, football team fans and the media. So before I let you go, he had 300 yards last week, and and I told you, to me, it was a pedestrian 300 yards. It wasn't, it wasn't a competitive 300 yards. It was a 300 yards, we're down, we need you to keep throwing. Uh, he, he did dink and dunk a lot. So I'll let you, I'll let you fire away, brother. We'll take, fire away, we'll take a break. We'll see where we are on the commercial break, and then we'll come back and we'll go over some points um, that a lot of people are making. How, how does that sound? Sounds good to me. All right, bro, it's yours. The floor is yours. Well, good evening, everybody. First and foremost, I got to thank some people that I've been in contact with today. Uh, I got to thank my man, Mark. I got to thank D'Angelo, my tag team partner, the other half of the ball. Um, Keefe from the block, Keith. I got to thank uh, Oop, another loyal listener, because I've been watching what he posts also. you guys have been bringing up really, really good points. And it's like, I agree with some, I disagree with some. So I'm like, all right, bet, let's just, you know, run with it. Now, this whole situation, I'm not happy about it. Because let's let's look at the stats. Dwayne has played 13 games. 13 games in his NFL career. He's only started 11. Uh, dang, I ain't even write that whole stat down. But, um... He's 208 and 349. 
with a 59% completion rate. He's completed 60% of his passes this season. Um, 2,304 yards, 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And he's only thrown three interceptions this season. That was in the, uh, the Cleveland game. 78.2 QBR rate. Uh, his QBR rating this year is 80.3. Now, this is small sample size. I don't understand how is it that he is getting benched so early in the season. And not just benched. He's been demoted to third team to the point where he's not even going to dress Sunday. And it, it pisses me off because as a Washington fan, I pull for this dude, you know? And I look at quarterbacks around the league, and, you know, you got your elite quarterbacks. You got your, you know, Russell Wilson. You have uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, all those guys. And those guys' careers kind of – Aaron Rodgers, those guys' careers didn't start on time, all of them. Russell Wilson did. But Lamar Jackson had to sit behind – Flacco and things like that before he could be great. Saint Mahomes had to sit behind uh, Alex Smith. Okay. But I said it in bits of uh, week four. Look at Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman didn't win a game his rookie year. They thought he was a bust. Troy Aikman turned out to be a three-time Super Bowl winning pro football Hall of Fame because they, they work with him. And it, if I'm not mistaken, Ken Zampese's father worked with him. And that's what I'm saying. Everybody doesn't start their career on time. You got to give him the opportunity to right fail. At this present point, by benching him and moving him down to third string, he doesn't have the right to fail. I've been saying this for a minute now. He, this is going to kill his confidence, number one. Number two, if he doesn't bounce back from this, which I'm hoping that he does, but if he doesn't, what does that mean? That pretty much means he, he's done. He, he's going to be a career backup when he could have been something good, above average, damn near great. And I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody for this. I just don't like the move because I don't feel he's had enough. He's had enough time to do his thing. But quarterbacks like Warren Moon started off late. Randall Cunningham started off late. And they turned out to be, well, Warren Moon's pro football Hall of Fame. Randall Cunningham is right on the cusp. Uh, I can name a list of quarterbacks that didn't start their career off great. Joe Theismann didn't start his career off great. What did he do? Took the team to two Super Bowls back-to-back. One league MVP in 83. If it wasn't for him breaking his leg, his career would have been a little bit longer. But his career didn't start on time, but he still became a Hall of Fame player. Quarterbacks in the league now that are given a chance to be terrible in order to be great, Carson Wentz. What has Carson Wentz really done? He had that good rookie year because nobody had any tape on him. He got hurt. Nick Foles came and led the team to a Super Bowl. They haven't been back. Philly hasn't been back to Super Bowl caliber in a long time. Carson Wentz is starting. Nick Foles is out of town. Philly struggling. Uh, Mr. Trubisky. 
Mr. Trubisky can't find an open receiver to save his life. Now he's benched. Now Foles is start out there. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. All the brashness. And I love Baker. I really do. But he was given a chance to fail. Sam Donald is muddy in the waters. Well, he, he got help in New Jersey, muddy in the waters a bit. Uh, Daniel Jones had a poor college career. His college stats were terrible. He didn't even complete 70% of his passes. And that's kind of hard to do when you're in college. I mean, it's not 70% of my passes in college. Daniel Jones, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick constantly gets chances to disappoint, and then they give him a big contract after he has one or two games and he disappoints again. But he still has a job. One guy that the jury's still out on is Drew Locke because Drew Locke hasn't had a chance to play. He's been hurt. So I get that. But why, did, why is Dwayne not getting the... The, 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 the same opportunity to fail and come back. I think it's just too early. I understand what Coach Ron Rivera was saying. You know, we got three division opponents, I think four NFC games coming up, so he wanted to take a chance because we need to win some games. I get it. And, oop, I understand what you're saying. He wasn't playing well. He wasn't playing the great. It could have got better. It could have been better. I get that. Um, I just... This is not where I wanted to see this first season with him. He has the keys to the Ferrari. I mean, granted, he's he's doing 35 and a 55 right now, but you, you have to understand why he's doing 35 and a 55, because this is a rookie season for him. This is a, a, a development season. So if that's the case, let's develop it. I, I mean, granted, yeah, my expectations were high this year because I, I just – I swear that Dwayne could be – just that damn good. I have confidence in him. Just like he has confidence in himself. But to see he's benched, oh, Kyle Allen knows the playbook, and Keith says something. Keith from the block says something. And he said, I bet they open the playbook up now with Kyle Allen. I bet they will too, brother. And also, I also got to throw another shout out to Keith Franzese. And now this is coming from a Cowboy fan, and he made absolute sense with a response to a tweet that I made. And he he pretty much said that if you're not the new coach, the new coach's guy, or even the last coach for that matter, the leash is, shoot, the leash is super short. I, I, I agree. If, if, if that he's not Ron Rivera's guy, of course the leash is going to be short because Ron Rivera wants his guy. I get it. I really do. But I just feel that this is, it's sudden. It's soon. Uh, they say Dwayne's not even taking reps today. And something that you and I talked about, BJ, was uh, his attitude. Something that we're not seeing. And that brings me to the, the next point. What is it that we're not seeing that he's not doing? Is he not doing the work during the week? Is he not taking the, the, the tutoring? Well, what is it? We we you know we talked about that. It's um, see we we're not we're not um, we can't see what's going on behind the scenes. This is his third coach, um, and I trust Ron Rivera. Jay Gruden, no, Jay Gruden. We're not even gonna get into that. What kind of coach he was? He just wasn't. I've said on the show many a times. He's not head coach material. So whatever. 
And we're back having a little technical difficulties, but we got it straight. I think we forgot to write the check to the man in the truck, so he cut us short. But going back to what I was saying about what we're not seeing about Dwayne Haskins behind the scenes. This is his third coach. And I was saying, you know, I was about to get into my Jay Gruden uh, shit show, but I, I won't do that. We all know how bad of a coach he is and was. Um, Bill got Callahan and now Ron Rivera. So this is his third coach, and he hasn't even had a full season of work. Did that sound familiar, Redskins fans? Because I remember one quarterback named Jason Campbell that went through a ton of coordinators and coaches. And I believe, truly believe, that shot his confidence completely. Uh, he was extremely gun-shy. And you see this in Dwayne developing. And, and let me tell you what I see these last four games when I'm watching Dwayne. I see Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo. Wide open receivers. Scared to throw the ball downfield, scared to make a play. That's what I see. I see exact. I, I watched it, watching the Buffalo game. He's about to break the TV when they show the replay, and it's a receiver waving his hands wide open, and he dumps it off to the running back. So, but we're not seeing what the other coaches are seeing. I trust Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is a is a damn good coach, motivator. Very well respected around the league. So it's something in Dwayne he's not seeing. Um, like I was saying earlier in the show, just because you have 300 yards, that don't mean shit. That was a grandfather um, walking an old lady across the street 300 yards. Now, I, I said this um, before, and it might, I can't remember if I said it on the show or if I said just talking to KG in particular, the red the, the football team got beat 31-17. If this was 31-28 and Dwayne was moving that, that offense up and down the field, he would still have his job. This was the offense coming on the field, and you're just like, you're not even sure if they're going to move the ball or not. Now, let me tell you a bright spot, you know, while we're talking about Dwayne. I know this is more of a Dwayne show, but um, Gibson. Gibson got wheels. And Gibson looks like one of those type of players, if you get him the ball in open space, he, he can light something up. So, you know, I know, everybody keeps saying, oh, he needs weapons, he needs weapons. It looks like he has some weapons and not being utilized correctly. And what Kevin said about, uh, I forgot who said it, about the playbook being, you know, opened up now, um, I think we talked about it Sunday a little bit. Like, that's insulting that, to say that your playbook is open up. So you're basically saying that you don't either, you know, you don't trust the way you know, he's not smart enough to comprehend his playbook because he has an NFL arm. I don't think that's the question. I don't think anybody's going to question his arm. He can make some throws, but for whatever reason, he's not making those throws. He's not reading the defense. KG, you sent me a clip of Thomas Davis Sr., in pre uh, mini camp, was it pre, I think it was mini camp, um, telling him stop staring at his receivers. Okay, so this was two or three months ago, I believe. So just think about this for a second, because I I don't want to say it's because he's a black quarterback. I think that's a small, very small portion of it. He's been playing poorly. Okay, and that's just 
it is it is what it is. So, um, but I do think him being a black quarterback gives him a shorter leash than Nathan Peterman, than Baker Mayfield, than Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen. How many quite quarterbacks have we seen get chance after chance? Like like KG said, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's gonna give you four to eight spectacular games. And and think about it. He's playing good. That's the difference. When 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 Fitzpatrick's on the field and he's 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 on target, the offense moves, the offense scores. Um, you know, you can't really say the same thing for Peterman. You can't say the same thing for Sam Donald, for Daniel Jones. Um, Baker Mayfield has that. Offense can move, offense to score. We saw it, saw it in Dallas this past weekend. So I think 90% of it is his play. I, I, I've, I've said it. When that, when that football team offense come on the field, and you don't have, like, I'm watching my Buffalo Bills, and I'm like, they're going to score. I see Josh Allen sitting in the pocket. I'm like, go ahead and put that thing in the air. I already, he, he sees somebody. Go ahead and put that thing in the air. He put that thing in the air, offense moves. Dwayne looks, he goes back there and drops back, and he looks lost. Like, he doesn't know what's going on completely. He's not 100% sure who's running what route, and he's playing street football waiting for somebody to get open. And you saw a lot of dinking and dunking this past Sunday. And, you know, if you're a football fan, Washington football team fan, if you're a football fan in general, like, if you're watching this just for the the purity of the sport and you're watching that offense come on the field, it's it's not scary to you. It's no point you'll be like, oh, yeah, they got him now. They're going to score. Like, 17 points, you, you got that because you were that. It was no point where you felt like the football team was in that game. You, I, I, I'm, I'm just, let me just speak for me. Because I know it's risking uh, football team fans listening. There's no point in that game where I felt like Washington was in control. I always felt like Baltimore had it. It was just a, a point of, when they was going to put the points up. Then they put RG3 in. They didn't, if Lamar stayed in, they could have put a, probably another touchdown on the board. Um, I hate to see it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, he was a raw project with a high ceiling, I believe. And I don't think he got a fair shot. How about that? And we've seen that with this franchise with a lot of um, fumbles and bundles. And them handling situations the wrong way. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to say they handled it the wrong way, but I kind of do. I'm on the fence because it's about production. And if you're not producing, if that offense it starts, this is one of the only sports where one man can dictate a whole team. And I said on the Sunday pregame show, I said with Ron Rivera calling out Dwayne Haskins. It was going to be interesting to see how the team responded around him. If they were going to play for him, if they were going to go to war for him. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really, I didn't really see that. And I, I saw Dwayne miss some, miss some people, miss some open people, scared to throw the ball. Um, but did he get a raw deal? I think he did. I really think he did because, like, like KG said, he didn't. He doesn't even have a full season. 
Why not just give you him a I'm 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 gonna say this. I believe you know you have to make a change when things aren't working. But how can you say that they're not working if you never give them a chance? Now but KG he but he did get his chance. He had four games. And out of the four games, if I'm it, it, it's just like your kid. If you tell your kid, don't touch that and he touches, you're gonna beat him. And you're hoping the the, the the premise of that is that you're hoping that once you whip him, he'll get the point, okay, I'm not gonna touch that no more. Or I'm not gonna do this anymore. So the whipping was Ron Rivera giving him that ultimatum. Like, you got to play better. Like, we've been telling you the same stuff since minicamp. Stop staring at receivers. Stop doing this. Do more of this. Make this read. Make that read. And he has not done it. Yes, he has some good throws. But like I said, I, it looks more like he's playing street football and not really understanding the route combinations and just looking for who's open to throw the ball. That's what it looks like. You know, that's absolutely correct. And now you saying that, and I know today, I know today you haven't listened to Team 98, but that's what the coach was saying. They were saying that he's waiting for players to get open. When you can't wait for them to get open. You have to read the coverage, put it on the spot. I get that. And I'm see, all for that. But see, that's, that's not what I'm saying. It's a difference between knowing the routes, knowing what, what you're running, no one to no one into a T where people are supposed to be when the balls need to come out. I'm saying that he's not recognizing the play. He might know the, the play call, but I don't think he knows the play 100%. So I think that's why the ball's not coming out because he doesn't know some of the routes they're running. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he's, he, he's just like waiting for a window to throw the ball. Like, okay, what is he going to do? Oh, I see him open now. Not, okay, he's supposed to run – uh, um, a, a fly route, and I know I got to put the ball up right here and give him a chance. It doesn't look like that. It looks like um, I know what Gibson's supposed to do, and I know what, what Jeremy Sprinkle's supposed to do, but I forgot what uh, McLaurin's supposed to do. That's what it looks like. Like he's not grasping the playbook. That that's what it looks like to me. That you know, and, and that's just me. That's that's my eyes. Like I said, look, you're talking to a Buffalo Bills fan. I've watched bad quarterback play for the last 25 years. There's some decent ones in there, but for the most part, you want to talk about bad quarterbacks, you just come have a seat with me. We'll light a cigar. I got this specialty brew, Charm City uh, Headworks. Come talk to me. We can sit down and talk about some bad quarterbacks. Okay. I'm sorry, Charm City Mead, Mead Works. We we can talk about bad quarterbacks, okay? You, you want to talk about bad quarterbacks? Now, I've said this, I said this uh, during the whole time they were going back and forth with the former quarterback here, which was Kirk Cousins. Um, we haven't had a franchise QB since one <laughs> Joe Thiesman, and that's. You are you a damn lie. You are a damn lie. You are a damn lie. You had two franchise quarterbacks. One was injury prone at RG three, and then Kirk Cousins didn't get paid. 
Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't even do that with me. Don't no, 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 that. no. When you say franchise, I mean they actually stayed here and played. Now, I, I get it that RG3 was injury prone and his mouth got him up right up out of here. Okay, and so, that's, 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 that's one. But y'all didn't pay Kirk Cousins. That's why he didn't and stay. I, I said for the longest. I said, you know what? Kirk Cousins is the is the the franchise. He's the first franchise quarterback we've had since uh Thaisen. We haven't had a so franchise. They, they, they retract your statement. He was a franchise quarterback. The organization chose not to pay him and keep him I, around. Because you said y'all didn't have a franchise quarterback since Thaisen, but you had two. Okay. We've like, had, I told, had I told you, you look, you you're you're the fire of the show, but don't get me started on bad quarterbacks. But hold on. We Wait. talk about some bad quarterbacks. Well let me let me let me let me throw this out there. All right, throw it out there. Since Joe Thousand went down, we had Jay Schrader uh during the lockout season of 80, 80, 87. We had Ed Rupert, uh, uh Doug Wynn, Mark Rippin, Jeff Rutley, and Humphreys. Uh, Rich Gannon, Perry Conklin, he Shula, John Freeze, Gus Farratt, Jeff Hostetler. And when Hostetler was here, we were, we were pretty damn good. Uh, Trent Green, who we let get out of town. Uh, Brad Johnson, we were good in 99 with Brad Johnson. Jeff George, Tony Banks, Shane Matthews, Patrick Ramsey, Danny Wolfe, Tim Hassan, Mark Brunel, Jason Campbell, Todd Cobb, Donovan McNabb, Rex Tom Beck, RG3, Kirk Hope McCoy, Alex Smith, Josh Johnson, Mark Sanchez, Casey Keenum, Dwayne Hazard, and, and now, now I don't have any names that I just reeled off. He's, 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 we're losing you a little bit, KG. We're losing you. Move move to a better spot, and I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a kick it in until you come back. Now, I heard all your lists, your, your names. I E.J. Manuel, Tarah Taylor, Trent Edwards, J.P. Lossman, Alex Van Pelt. I only got real off a few. We've had horrible quarterbacks. None of these quarterbacks, the only quarterback that gave us a chance was Kyle Orton when he came in, almost got us to a wild card. At, I think we finished 9-7 that year, 2014. He was either 9-7 or 8-8, eight eight, almost got us to a playoff, and then he retired. Then Tyrod Taylor come in for three years and basically stink to join up. He had all he had Robert Woods. He had Robert Woods. Think of what Robert Woods is doing with the Tyrod Taylor couldn't hit an apartment building. Okay. He had his little, you know, magic every now and again. Um, EJ Manuel, I don't know, not even too much to say on that. EJ Manuel, Wait. Trent, Trent Edwards. Stop. Wait, EJ, EJ Manuel, he was doing pretty good until that Browns game when he got hurt. Once he got hurt, they put him on a trash heap. He was what Kyle, what uh, Josh Allen has for Josh Allen because he can run. He can throw the short pass. If you'd have turned to the West Coast offense with him, y'all would have been successful because he actually led y'all to a few wins until he tore his ACL. Once he tore his ACL, that was it. He was on the dag on trash pile. They didn't even give him a second chance. They didn't even and, give a second look. And, and speaking of, ain't that the, the kind of like the theme of this show? Why 
And, and what's what's the what's the common denominator between EJ Manuel and uh, Dwayne Haskins? Oh, you already know. So, and and that's what I'm saying. I don't want to make I don't want to make this about him being a black quarterback and not getting a shot. But that's what I'm saying. We go back to EJ Manuel, and I think he only got ten games, and and he got hurt and didn't get another chance. So Dwayne didn't even get a full season, and once he gets the plug pulled on him. And I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm like, do you really think, like, does Ron Rivera really think he can he can win with Kyle? I, like, I, I want to see because the Rams' defense is nothing to play with. Okay, they got some good pieces. Um, they they woke up uh, the second half versus Buffalo and shut Buffalo down. So. Now I'm anxious to see how much leash Kyle Allen has. Is the offense going to move? Now, if the he come in and, like, look, like I said, if the Ravens score was 31-17, if you're 31-24 and Dwayne was moving the ball up and down the field, they, they going back and forth, back and forth, and it, it comes down to it and they just couldn't get it done, that's different from just being pedestrian all game and not having a chance. Like I said, I've seen it. I've watched it year after year after year. This is one of the first years that Buffalo has had a high-powered offense, and now the defense is, you know, lower half of the league. Like, I'm used to a top-10 defense, offense not being able to move. So I asked myself, I was like, man, which one would you rather have? Like, I've had a – how many years I, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know how many years Buffalo's had a top ten defense and last in the league or damn near bottom of the league in offense. So if you're telling me we can move the ball and score with anybody and the defense got to make a stop here and there, give me give me that. Give me the offense moving the ball, not being not being able to be stopped, having multiple weapons, having a quarterback where he can make the reads, make the throws like. I watched this is this is Josh Allen's third year. Okay, I watched the same thing. And this is why you're upset. This is kind of why I'm I'm upset because he didn't get what Josh Allen got. Josh Allen got to make mistakes. I watched Josh Allen his second year last year in the Texans playoff game, not know what to do. Looked like he got struck by a car. Cause he had to drive in his hands. To try to, you know, I think it was, I don't know if it was to tie the game or go ahead. I forgot. But he looked like he had a, he, he looked like a deer looking at a car. He was pale. He was sweating. I watched his first year. I watched him struggle. I watched him take, you know, runs and trying to lower his shoulder and take hits he's not supposed to take. I get to watch him mature. Now I'm sitting there watching him run this offense like a top five quarterback in the league. Like, you go back there, he knows where everybody's supposed to be. He's putting the ball on the money. He's throwing people out of their route. And I mean that, you know, right before you come out of your route, the ball is coming. So all of the receivers are used to his arm now because his, his stuff is coming with Pepper. He got a strong arm. It's coming. They know that. So... This is his third year. He got three years, three seed, three, four seasons. He got hurt a little bit last year. Um, 
Dwayne's not getting that. And I think, you know, unfortunately for 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 me, I think Dwayne's career is over here. Because you don't go from starter to third. Who who just think of Mitchell Trubisky, I think is going to second string behind Nick Foles. Just think of how bad Mitchell Trubisky has been over the last couple of years. Just think of how just you're a football fan. You know how bad Mitchell Trubisky's been. I'm trying to pull up his stats while I'm talking about him. Um, and he's well, why are you trying to go ahead. I got we got a we got a tweet from the Nubian Sumo, one of the WrestleMania. And he responded to my tweet. Now, my tweet that Keith and uh, Nubian Sumo responded to is, I said it earlier today. I said, I don't agree with this one bit, not right now. Dwayne has to be given a chance to grow. 13 games played, 11 starts, three head coaches. Now he may be in after Sunday. Somebody make it make sense, please. So Nubian Sumo responded, same coach gave him a chance. And he talking about Kyle Allen and Carolina. And he was good for about five games until Sugar turned to shit. And that was only due to him to not having tape on him. Good luck with this experiment. So even a, a Carolina fan who, who watched Kyle Allen play knows it's just not a good move. I mean, I, I, I can't say that it would be a good move if we would have went to uh, 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 Alex Smith. But I mean, geez, Kyle Allen? And I said it Sunday. If Kyle Allen was such hot shit he would still be in Carolina, and they wouldn't have went out and got Teddy Bridgewater. Hey, you know what, brother? And I've, I've, I've talked to you about this. I think the the plan is if Alex Smith can play, they're easing Alex Smith back in. I think the only reason why Alex Smith isn't being thrust back into the starting role is because he needs a couple more weeks. That's, I, that's just my personal opinion. That's what I truly believe. I think Kyle can he Allen, I don't know. I don't think he can. And I, I, I'm, but but, but you're, talking, you're, you're talking about what you see with Dwayne Haskins and holding the ball too long and not making the right throws. You're not talking about – you're talking about a quarterback that would know the offense, getting the ball out, probably one of the best game managers in the league because he's not – Alex Smith isn't a, you know um, – a, 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 you know, a high-scoring, you know, quarterback. He's a game manager. You know, he got the right pieces around him. He's going to make the right throws, the safe throws. He's not going to get you in trouble, going to move the ball. You know, he, he's not really a risk taker. So that's what I'm saying. With Dwayne, it's, you, you got three different quarterbacks. Dwayne's, Dwayne's going to he's not making the right reads, holding the ball too long. So Alex Smith is not going to do that. So you could have a whole different offensive line with Alex Smith just because he's getting rid of the ball. He knows where to go. You understand what I'm saying? So you can't, you can't, unless you're just seeing somebody just getting straight up beat every game, getting manhandled. And I don't think that's the case with the, the offensive line for the football team. I, you know, I think that a lot of times your quarterback puts you in a bad situation where, you know, the ball's not out when it's supposed to be out, and now you're getting sacked. Right. And they so, played, that old line played pretty well uh, Sunday. They played pretty daggone good against 
a top tier defense. Um, and I think that was all because the play calling and Dwayne getting the ball out of his hands very fast with those bubble screens and the check downs and things like that. But it didn't and I, I'll give you that what you said about him putting up three hundred yards. I'll give you now they put that screen uh, uh, too many times for me. And to, to to call it that many times and in different formations was great. It worked, but it didn't produce any points. Now nah, and, and that's and that's something I was gonna say. Gibson had four receptions, twenty yards average. That's why I said, look, you know you got something to turn McLaurin. Now you see, okay, this this boy got some wheels. If we get him the ball in some situations, like like they were doing the bubble screen, get him in open space, 20 yards average on four receptions. He had four receptions for 82 yards. McLaurin had 10 receptions for 118 yards. Nobody had any touchdowns. Uh, Gibson had one rushing. Haskins had one rushing. So, but, like, you know, Dwayne's stats, 32 for 45, 314, 9.8 average, no touchdowns, no interceptions, three sacks. He had a rating of 90. But it's just, you know, I don't – I don't think you could talk to any defense and they're worried about Dwayne Haskins. No, of course not. And I, I will say this. It's a decision that's been made. I mean, we're, we're sitting here on air, you know, we're, we're armchair quarterbacking. But all in all, Ron Rivera, uh, Scott Turner, Ken Zampezi, they don't have to answer that. They're doing what's best for them. And I get that. And I just, I just, I want to see, I want to see Dwayne be successful. And to, for him to be successful here with a team he grew up loving, a team he grew up, I mean, that's that's the ultimate dream right there, to play for your favorite team as a professional. But hopefully, this demotion gives him more time to work. Maybe. Just maybe he didn't have enough time to really get the playbook down. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not an attitude thing. Maybe it's a, a, a learning curve thing. Is this another offense? Yeah. Bro, how much time do you need to learn the playbook? Depends on how thick that piece of meat is, man. I, I, if you need from the time Ron Rivera and Scott Turner was hired to, to now in week four going into week five and you still don't understand the playbook, there's other issues. Now, Ron Rivera was hiding. You also have to remember, once we hit a pandemic and everything was shut down, there's no hands-on learning. It's different when if I if 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 I gave you my playbook right now and told you go learn without the hands-on and exactly what I want you to do, you would struggle with my playbook. And my playbook is probably 15 playbooks, like 25 different variations in four I just I can't agree with you. I can't agree with you. Maybe. 20, 30 years ago where the playbooks, playbooks were paper and you can't hit a button and look at um, the plays being ran by the other team where Scott Turner came from. Like, look, I got all the plays on an iPad, all the terminology, and I got um, video clips of them being ran. Like, it, it, I just can't agree with you, KG. I can't because the, the, from the time that Scott Turner and Ron Rivera was high. I know they reached out to Dwayne. Here's the playbook. 
And like I said, everything's on the iPad now. So you can watch the plays. You can look at the, the everything. You just like just like you and look, I'm not comparing Madden to, you know, NFL, but everybody who plays Madden knows you, you find you a playbook and it's a difference between you knowing let's just say you you've been playing for a while and you forget to pick the right playbook in the in the pre-screen, you go to the game and you're playing somebody, now you gotta fiddle through the plays to find what play you want. And it might be the same play, but something's a little different. And you got to, you know, versus you've been playing with this playbook for three months. You know what everything is. You know what play you want to set up to go to this play. You know what run you want to come near. You know who you want to sub, everything. That takes time. It doesn't take six months. I'm sorry. Just just, that learning, look, learning the playbook. We've watched quarterbacks come in with with head coaches. Ask, tell Justin Herbert in in L.A. why it's not taking him that long. He's lighting it up. Mm. They went back and forth yeah. with uh, Tampa Bay. So I can't give you that, KJ. I can't give you that because it's quarterbacks, Joe Burrow. Because at a certain nope. become it becomes look. I want to win. I'm going this extra mile. I thought Dwayne did a good <laughs> job because he came in. He had lost some weight, got in shape, but the physical, sometimes it don't, the mental and the physical don't match. True. And, and, and I, you know. Yeah. I, I, will, I will give you that, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, I, I, I got to take that back off the table, you know, about the whole playbook. I, I, I retract that statement. So I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to find excuses. I'm just trying to find the, 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 the root cause, the reason why. That's not being said, but it's it's got to be something that we're not seeing. That's the, that, that's I think what it is. is. I think it is. I think it's something behind the scenes. I don't know if it's work ethic. I don't know if like like we talked about, he's not not grasping the playbook, not making the right reads. Um, maybe Scott Turner, whoever the quarterback coach is, is going over stuff with him, and you're he, he's getting his butt whipped every day in practice and coming out into the game and still doing the same things. Because that's what it looks like. You can't tell me from week one to week four you've seen improvement. I've seen no improvement. And, and that's what it's None. about. It, and, that's, and, and, and that's what I want you to admit, because I know you fiery about this. If you yes, go from week, week one to week four, whether you white, black, green, you, you know, you're, you're a jello pudding pop out that motherfucker throwing the football. If I don't see improvement from week one to week four, and I know this football team got Terry McLaurin, got some weapons that can move the ball downfield, and we're not moving the ball downfield with you, I got to get you replaced. And I agree with you. I, I, when you that's why I say I got to thank everybody I've talked to today because I now came down. I'm at work. I, just, I had just pulled up at work, and you know, I'm walking across, and I'm reading Twitter. I got the sideline junkies mask on, and I got my book bag on my back, and I'm walking across the parking lot, get ready to go in the building, and I see this, and the first thing I do is shoot you a, a voice message, like, "What the hell is going on?" I didn't, you know, didn't want to hear nothing. Nobody else had to say. I'm walking across, looking at me crazy. A couple of dudes was like, yeah, we feel, we don't understand either. And, you know, 
I had a couple of ladies say the same thing. You know, we don't understand it because they heard me leaving you the voice. But now, here it is, almost 12 hours later, and I'm kind of sort of understanding that it's, it, it, am I fired up about it? Am I angry about it? Yeah, because I'm pulling for the key. But I also have to realize that it's a job that needs to be done. If this team wants to win, obviously, it's something that he's not doing and it's preventing them from winning, so we have to move on. I don't think Kyle Allen's the, the answer to that. I don't think he's the spark. Hell, if uh, Alex Smith would, were to give us an opportunity, and I said this to you earlier, I, but I, I don't have a problem with Alex Smith. I want to know that he can hold up behind that line when he doesn't take another hit because that hit, we were at that game. Seeing that hit live, it, 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 it hurts, man. It scared the hell out of me because I'm like, okay, this is not good. This is not good. And then to know what happened and the journey that he went through, I don't want to see him go through that. He almost lost his life. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take that chance again. That's number one. Uh, but, number but two. But you're not – but hold on, hold on. Alex Smith is a grown man. After he took that hit, after he went through what he went through, guess what he did? He okay. reported to training camp. So, yeah. so when you do that, he could have easily been like, look, man, <laughs> that's it. That's enough. Alex Smith reported to training camp, start throwing. He's ready to go. So if Alex Smith ready to go, you got to be ready to go with Alex Smith. You can't question that because he made that decision to come back. Of course, nobody. I don't care who you root for. Nobody wants to see anybody laying on the field with their leg in two or three pieces. That's just not, you know, that's not how we, we root for things. So nobody wants to see that. But I don't think he would even put himself in a position to, um, to you know, injure himself again or whatever the case may be and not – no, you know, he knows the consequences. I, I feel like he's ready. I just don't think he's ready to. I think he needs. Remember, they said he would be ready week three. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. They, said, they said he was going to be ready week three. I don't think he's ready. I think he needs two or three more weeks. And I, don't, I think if Kyle Allen comes in, moves the ball, if he has a really. Kyle Allen, I, here, here's my. Here's my Here's my, my prediction. Kyle Allen to come in, that offense is going to move a little bit better. Okay? A little bit better. It's going to move a little bit better. He's still going to struggle. He's going to have a game. I think it's going to be two or three weeks. Because I don't think Alex Smith is quite ready. I think he's two or three weeks away from being given the okay to play. In two or three weeks, if, if Kyle Allen has a two, three interception game, you're going to see 11 come in. I, I, that's just my prediction. Eleven will come in that game. I, I just think he's not ready to play yet. You know what? I want. I, I normally I would say, you know what, B, let's bet. I'll bet you that that's not gonna happen. But this is one time I'm not even gonna bet you, bro. I'm not betting. I'm not saying anything. I'm not gonna say, uh, B. You know what? Uh. I bet you a cheesesteak. Nah, Jack, you didn't. You, I owe you meals out the wazoo for different bets. 
But yeah, this ain't one of the times that I'm going to pay. Uh-uh. No. Because I think that's what's going to happen. And But I told you this earlier. When Alex Smith is a starter, we were 6-3. and three. He managed the game well, but when he went down, the wheels fell off. Everything just went uh, – it went from – the defense was playing well, but it like the whole team just deflated when he went down. And that's when – And they did. Just, and they play. did. Yeah. Yep. Everything went, went down. And, 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 rem- and, and remember, it wasn't the most potent offense, but it moved. Right. It moved. And that's what you're not getting right now. It's not moving. It's, it's just like just get them off the field so the defense will come on. See if the defense can get a pick six or something. You know, at least with Alex Smith, you had a chance to move the ball, get mm-hmm. in field goal range to get points. But like now you just, you know, you, you hoping that the defense can or, or, you know, special teams can get you to midfield. And then, like, look, I only got 20, 30 yards to go for a field goal. That's what you're hoping now. So speaking of special teams, I'm going to ask you a question. And, you know, we've talked about the quarterback situation. We talked about Kyle Allen. Everything tonight, but special teams wise, do you think, in your expert opinion, because I mean we know kick, we 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 know kickers here. We one thing we do know. Do you think it's time to look for D Hop's replacement, Dustin Hop? Um, what do I always tell you? A good GM kickers are a dime a dozen. Well, not <laughs> not even that. Not even that. Not good kickers. Good, consistent kickers. But a good GM already has this stuff in play. And, and, and he should already have two or three kickers on a call list ready to right. go. You know, this is, what a good, this is what a good GM does. Um, you know, usually kickers don't get drafted. But you might be able to find somebody that you could bring in. And sometimes that's all you need to do is bring somebody in. And the starter or kicker, you know, hey, we're bringing people in to trial for your job, you know, and, you're gonna jump have, and it'll jumpstart, you know, sometimes it is, sometimes it's like, look, you do cost us points, gains, and I, I don't think that's, I think if, if Hop cost y'all some gains, it would be a little bit, you know, more of a pressing issue, but he's not the, you know, right now, he's not the problem. Now, if, if it was, you know, y'all needed to tie the game you know, it was 31-28. Haskins drove y'all down the field and a hot missed, and then we talking about something different. Mm-hmm. But your but your prop your problem is under center. I heard uh some people saying that you know they kind of tired of D hop. But I'm like, well, you were tired of Cobra Kai and Kai Fullbass. He went on and continued his career elsewhere, became automatic. Same thing with Bram Gano. Um special teams alone, Sunday's game, that fake punt. Even the announcer knew the fake punt was coming. How the hell didn't didn't uh, the special teams coordinator know the fake punt was coming? That's yeah, they got one of the things on that. that I forgot. <laughs> they got burned on that. And Sam Cook, he threw a pretty ball too. He, he looked like he was just sitting back in the pocket just waiting, and he dropped that thing right in there on the money. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at D Hop stats for the season. He got what one, two, three, four missed field goals out of the season. For what? Let's see, two, eight, eleven, twelve attempts. 
So, yeah. I mean, yeah, six or four, sixty-six percent. That's 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 not good. I mean, and it, it's only six attempts, but you know, I think those are over fifty yards. You're supposed to be able, as a NFL, you're expected to bang anything over fifty. Fifty should be automatic, pretty much. Oh, not necessarily, dear brother. Not necessarily. I mean. Everybody not automatic over 50 yards. You know, some people, I mean, and you got to think, would you rather have a kicker that can bang anything from 49 in on a 95% clip? Or would you have rather have a kicker that's 80% from 49 in can have a chance at 50 plus? Like, which one would you rather have? See, the thing is, I, I need to know that I can count on you for. I think D Hop is good from 54, 53, 54 and in. I think he's good. Uh, but I, I I need a little bit more range. And I, I'm sure if he really tried to push, because they was like a pregame, he was able to bang out uh, 56, 57. But it's like, if the wind, you know, the wind's not blowing right, the wind's against. So that's any kick. You got to be. Baxter Danikowski to cut through that. But I, 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 I want my kicker to have some rings. I want to be able to say, I know if I take a 57 yard, he got a a 60-40 chance of making anything over that is 50. Look, I, but I mean, that's I understand what you're saying, but if the offense moves the ball, you don't have to put your kicker in those positions. I that, we're, we're talking about you. You're talking about you need a 55, almost 60 yard kicker because your offense can't move the ball. Like and you know. You have to, yeah. Now, if you luck up on a kicker that got a big foot, but I think if you get a a a, a good kicker, long as you can hit from 50 in at a 90 percent clip, I need you at a 90 percent clip, 92 percent clip from 50 in. Now, we'll take our chance on the 50-plus ones, you know? So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. That's, that's a whole different issue, though. But Yeah. Um, KG, let's, let's pack it up, man. You got any final thoughts? Uh, Kyle Allen gets to start against the Rams. Um, I'll save my prediction for Sunday morning, but... Uh, I mean, we got to see where this goes. It's going to hurt now, but those of us that are fans of the team, fans of Dwayne, fans of Coach Revere's, and I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I said all of this. I was upset, but I was never upset at Ron Revere. I was never upset at Dwayne. I was upset at the move. And just because I love a team does not mean that I'm going to love everything that they do. Um. To everybody that I spoke with today, and I went back and forth with some people that I read their status, uh, Marcus, uh, D'Angelo, Keith, Keith Franzis, uh, Nubian Sumo, ooh, man, I, I appreciate y'all, because y'all brought some clarity, and I, I had to actually sit back and listen. You too, DJ, I'm not going to leave you out, because you was the first person I talked to, and I, I, I was just so fired up and up and on. Man, it was just, it, it was, it was bad. I mean, it was bad. I was 
I just knew I was gonna get on here tonight and, and spitting and cussing and all that. But no, nah, I've, I've calmed down. Uh, this is something that we're gonna have to look at, and we're gonna have to look and see: is this the end of Dwayne's career here, or is this gonna be the rebirth that he actually needs in order to be successful here in DC? Well, with that being said, that concludes DC Sports Rundown, presented by the Sideline Junkies, hosted by Anchor FM. I am the boss, BJ, for the big guy, KG. We hope y'all enjoyed the show. Like always, we love y'all feedback. Um, Sideline Junkie 24-7 Facebook group. We're on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. All your favorite uh podcast platforms all you gotta do is like and subscribe retweet regram whatever you do get the word out there so that's it for us tonight we hope y'all enjoyed it take care